everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. So before we get into this week's episode of the Great British Bake Off, we want to have a quick announcement for everyone. We here at Eloquent Gushing Podcast Media Network thing are doing... Empire. Empire, absolutely. That's the word for it. We are doing a giveaway this week, this week and next week. Catherine, do you want to tell us what the merch is? There are stickers. There are coasters. I want a coaster, by the way. And there are magnets. Nice. You can enter this giveaway in two different ways, but you can enter ten times. On Twitter, you can use the hashtags for our shows to recommend us. So if you shout out to your followers, hey, I listened to this Bake Off show, it's amazing, you should all listen to hashtag worth the calories, or hashtag PC deprived for pop culture deprived, hashtag ATAV for across the Arrowverse, hashtag SF pop for Southern Fried Pop Culture, and at Desire Made Real for the Desire Made Real show. You can also, so that's five entries. If you do if you do one tweet per show, you get five entries into our giveaway. Nice, nice. You can also review us on your podcast platform of choice. Apple Podcasts is the most is the main place for reviews. Uh, post something up about the show, go to the Worth the Calories site and say, I listen to this show, it's great, I love the way they interact. We prefer the good reviews to the bad reviews, but we're not gonna censor you. But it would be nice if you possibly maybe give us a good review. <laughs> <laughs> They're obsessed with cake. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and who isn't? Go go and post a review and drop us a tweet with a screenshot. Drop us an email, podcast.eloquentgushing.com, uh, to let us know about your review. And you can enter. And again, one review per show, so you got five entries there. So you could enter ten times to win some exciting merch. Nice. So we're on week two of the 2019 series. This mm-hmm. was Biscuit Week. Yay, do love we, a biscuit. Yeah, do we like biscuits? I, I think like is possibly... Too mild a word. <laughs> An interesting range of challenges this mm. week, I thought. I thought very, very interesting. Um, we kicked off with decorated biscuit bars with a chocolate coating. They, on the whole, looked yummy. Yeah. I, th- I think most of them were, were up for eating. They were. I, I'm, I'm not sure I'd have turned any of them down. No. I think... I was surprised by the range of flavours a number of people used. There, there were some who used a lot of flavours, and then there were flavours in there like, oh, that, you've gone quite far there. Yes, quite unusual flavours. Which which was the most unusual for you? I think most unusual is, is probably obviously the, the Ruby Barfi. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, but I do think the Mojito is quite out there. Mm. For, for a chocolate biscuit, sounds like quite a thing. Yes. Um, for you, anything standing out? Um... Besides, even though Bakewell is not the most unusual flavour, mm. I think the way Michelle did her Bakewell bars was quite unusual, and, mm, and they true. looked beautiful. Yes, yeah, hers came out absolutely mm. pristine, didn't they? Um, I, I think it's probably to their credit that Norm made a penguin or a club biscuit or something. No. Which I might have been tempted to do, try to actually replicate something, but there is that danger that you are then ending up with, if you don't quite hit it, it's clearly uh, fake. A ripoff. Yeah, yeah. And, and and not quite as good as the cheap one that you can buy down the supermarket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the thing that I w- quite enjoyed about this and throughout the week as a whole is we saw people bonding, helping each other, working together, yeah, g'ing each other up. It's the thing everyone talks about with the Bake Off, how it's the nicest competition. Mm. And we absolutely saw it this week. Yeah, Michelle must have finished very early because she seemed yeah. to be really helping poor Jamie out. Yeah. 
And and I think there were like five people around, was it Priya's? Yes, I think or so. Or Phil's at the end? No, I think it was Priya's. Right. Priya's was needing a little bit of extra yeah. extra love and attention. But good on them. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's a nice trait. Yes. Yeah, it, absolutely. Which is the one of those biscuits that you would like to eat the most? I mean, the cherry bakewell stands out quite a lot. I'm just, I'm just scanning down the list to see if there was anything. I mean, the millionaire shortbread. I do love a millionaire shortbread, but then coated in chocolate, and then with cherries on it, it, it takes it too far for me. It, it looked a bit too sweet for me, and, and mm. I'm, I'm like you. I love a millionaire shortbread, mm. but especially, um, especially that one that M and S do with the nuts in the shortbread. The hazelnut one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. It, it reminded me that Jamie did all the the caramel stuff last week. Yeah, dude w- likes caramel. I wonder if he has quite a sweet tooth, so he, mm. he goes to that as a flavour. Yeah, yeah. I, I was quite impressed with Helena doing the witch's fingers. There was no call on this to have them stylized or, or, or any caricature type thing, mm. but she decided to do something a bit fun. I, I like that she's true to herself. Yes. I didn't want to eat them. Okay. I'm not... I mean, I don't mind matcha as a flavour. And actually, there is a soft spot in my heart for matcha ice cream. Right. But they, they didn't call to me. So it, so it's down to the flavour, not the fact they were witch's fingers? Uh, maybe a bit of both. Okay. Green, green is not the most appetising colour. No. Unless it's a salad or some vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> or, or matcha or pistachio. Or... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think in particular it's matcha. Matcha's... Yeah. It's... I did it's, think her yeah. thing at the end of it's a hard sell as a flavour. I'm like, well, why are you doing it then? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, you kind of hope this is something everyone learns from mm. in, in this show is, oh, actually, if I do a matcha, it's going to make it more difficult for me. Mm. There's part of me, though, that quite likes that she is true to herself over and beyond trying to make a populist choice. Yeah, that's true. And, and it doesn't feel like an affectation. No. This is absolutely what she does. In in the same way, Michelle does Welsh-themed bakes. Yes. I, I don't know a better way of putting that, but you know, yeah. she did Welsh-themed things last week. She's done Welsh-themed things this week. Mm. And we've seen people do exactly that theme before. Absolutely. And I hope there's no problem with that. So there's no problem yeah. with someone doing Halloween-themed things. Yeah. Good on them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so fig rolls. I love, 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 love fig rolls. You're about to have to eat a lot of them, just Excellent. so we're clear, because I don't like fig rolls. Excellent. Bring them on. <laughs> um, quite a good challenge, mm. because it seems like they had very few instructions. Yep. So it tells me it was looking at testing knowledge more than skill. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sort of sense. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Knowledge of the right sort of pastry to make and mm. how to roll things and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Len- so, length yes. of time cooking, size and shape. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting it into 12 rather than 11. How did she do that? I really want to watch it again and see if we can see her cutting it. it was it obvious what happened or... Interesting. Yeah. I suspect she hasn't done what everyone else did, which is cut it into six and then cut them into 12. And she's just cut one strip into five and the mm. other one into six. Yeah. Just, just rushing through and assuming yeah. you get it right. Yeah. Bosh, bosh. Oh, dear. Meh. And also, but her um, her dough was a bit of a disaster as well. It's you... like significantly more than everyone else's. Yeah. Well, that was using the icing sugar instead of the muscovado in the bake, I think. 
they did show that, didn't they? Because yes. I was thinking, why is hers so different than yeah. everybody else's? So it'll end up uh, probably a bit sweeter, but I would imagine icing sugar melts more easily. Yeah. So. that That's actually really interesting to see the science of how the different sugars mm. behave in the dough. I'm sorry it was her bake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is hard to give me that educational view. but <laughs> um, So Jamie came very low down. Mm. I think, yeah, Helena w- was then the bottom because she made the wrong decision during it. Yeah. And then Jamie was just above her. And, and yes, it had gone badly for him on both challenges yes. that day. I mean, I don't know whether it necessarily would have been that low down if he hadn't been inspired to um, put egg oh, wash yes, on he it. he did that thing, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, because I don't think overall his were bad. No. It's just he went, oh, everything looks better with egg wash on it. And clearly, <laughs> like, that level of um, free, free-spirited free inspiration was not... Paul wasn't having anything no, of it. No. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't think you often do it to biscuits. If at all, it is very much a pastry thing. Certainly not a fig roll, but maybe Jamie's not ever had a fig roll. Yeah, maybe. So, oh. um Amelia was also in trouble, but she came ninth on the technical, so that would have helped her a little bit in that mm. final summing up. But Alice, out in front, they look like fig rolls, they sound like they taste like fig rolls. Jobs are good in. Yeah, what on her. Nice. Okay, and then we come through to the showstopper, uh, 3D biscuit sculpture. There are some talented bakers this year, aren't there? At, at every level of it, every yeah. piece of it, yeah. I, I was amazed at this as a challenge. There was no, with X number of biscuits or mm. different flavours in the biscuits or something. You could have done the whole thing with one biscuit. I think there was something about showing us varieties. Yeah. But normally they put a number against it that you have to aim for. I wonder if this is to see, well, well, how much will they um, challenge themselves without mm. us putting that restriction? Yeah. Because actually, if you put like, I don't know, 20 biscuits, someone might go, oh, well, I'll do 25 just to challenge myself. Whereas actually, especially with like yeah. that hen and the cute, cute sheep, there were, <laughs> there were many, many multiples of biscuits in those sculptures. Yeah, I, I just feel like in, in a previous series, they would have said, sculpture with four types of biscuit mm. something on those lines maybe but you're absolutely right there were some beautiful things in there that yeah. you could see being served up for parties for events i, I want that head can i have that head for mm. my birthday cake and, and fascinating because yes they did look a bit strange when she was piping around the edge of them but once baked they came out perfectly yeah they looked bang on yeah, yeah really mm. lovely really lovely i wonder sorry just going back to Go your on. was it demanding enough um it's only the second episode. That's I true. wonder if they they're saving that level of extra demand for um, showstoppers yeah. later in the season. I wonder if we might have another biscuit type at mm. challenge, if not biscuit type week. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And I, I I do think it was demanding. I'm just surprised at the way it was pitched. Yeah. I expect to write several notes on what they're being told, but the note is a 3D biscuit sculpture with different types of biscuit. Yeah. I wonder if um, Prue was expecting more sculptural work because she made a real point of saying with Helena's spider, well, oh, this is, this is, you know, this is the sculptural biscuits. Yeah. This is, yeah. you know, this is the one that's met the brief the most. Mm. And she was very down on Amelia's stacked up um, yeah. biscuits. Well, <laughs> justifiably, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, because everyone else had sort of shapes they combined. Yeah. And stuck things to, whereas that really felt like different things going on to create a presentation. Yes. They haven't just made a cat or a chicken or a dragon mm. or a sheep. 
or lamb, sorry. This was an egg with a spider with sugar over the top of it at an angle. Because they did make a point in the instructions of saying using the biscuit dough like clay. Mm. And she's the only one that really did that. Yeah. So. And mm. we we have said in the past that people who come out of the technical badly and then say something like, I need the last day the next day to go well. Like, well, that's your death now because it doesn't. If you want it to go well, Absolutely. it does not go well for you because no. you've got the pressure on there. This is the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Because she did incredibly well. Yes. Mm. It sounds like the chicken absolutely grabbed you. Loved the chicken. You loved loved what, the chicken. What sort of thing might you have made had you had to? Oh, golly. <laughs> are, are we pretending that my baking skills are second to none? Yes. In your imagination. In my imagination. <laughs> I would also have made a dragon, right. so there would have been a third dragon in there, but my dragon would have been springing into the air with its wings spread, and uh, it would have been sort of springing off uh, a jewelled rock, and <laughs> the wings would have had sort of spines of, of biscuit with uh, sugar in sort of beautiful um, stained glass, um, sort of like like the membranes between the spokes of the wings. Right, okay, That's nice. what I would have had. Nice, nice, nice. I, I'm pretending I could possibly create that. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? What would have been your um, um, sculpture? Do you know, it's interesting how many people went to animals. Yeah. Isn't it? It is. Because it's got me thinking, and exactly like you have, like, okay, what sort of animal would we make? Mm. That, that sort of thing, rather than a... You know, Batman <laughs> sculpture, <A> church organ, <laughs> a church organ, exactly. Yeah, I if I if I'm thinking animal, yeah, some sort of T Rex, yeah, some sort of fight with raptors, maybe nice. some sort of exciting, nice, nice, yes, different colours, different biscuit per dinosaur, exactly, yeah, excellent, <laughs> and a bit of uh, jam force and blood coming out somewhere, maybe. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, the organ, the guitar, and the flowers are the non non animal sculptures. The flowers were gorgeous. The flowers were really well done because he clearly wanted to do something a bit different. It was just an interesting design. Yeah. It wasn't. I need to make it look like a thing, mm. and that's possibly a very smart way to go because no one can critique him for saying. Well, that cow doesn't look quite like a cow or something, or it's a bit rustic. It is an interesting array of flowers in biscuit form. Nice. Very smart. Mm. The guitar, however. Oh, bless him. It was a bit lame, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, that very much was not a sculpture. No. Particularly because he just baked it in that shape. It wasn't then all put together to form a shape. So I mean, is is the was the light touch with the instructions give the weaker bakers the chance to do something a bit simple and use that to winnow out the weaker bakers? Yeah, but but yeah, that was a very yeah, it was just not as ambitious as the others, no, and it, not yeah. all that well executed either. That is a very very good word for it, not as ambitious, I think. Yeah, because other people mm. had pushed it. You know, we're going to do a, a, something in the shape of a lamb with different sized macarons over yeah. it. And we're going to then do the fence. And then we're going to do this on it and, mm. and make it look really good. Whereas that was, I'm going to bake it in the shape of this thing and then pipe some colours on it. Yeah. Uh, I was pleased for him that at least the shortbread came out nicely. Yes. Because... I. I well, I'll, I'll ask you, do you think it was the right person to go? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. Definitely, I, definitely. I also think I so. I was surprised it didn't go last week. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, I thought it was the right person to go, but I didn't want him to crash out within a disaster. So it was no. nice that he got some positive comments. Bottom, and, uh, bottom two last week, yeah. left this week. Hopefully, it'll carry on developing. You never know. Season twenty, we might have a thirty-year-old Jamie who yeah. can do amazing things. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is the thing. He clearly needs experience and trying lots of different things yes. to it. In the same way, I think Henry does. Uh, I think Henry was going for lots and lots of flavours and lots of different things on his, some of which came off because he could do it, some of mm. which were actually pull back on that, make it easier for yourself, don't try and show off at this stage. Because yeah. there are people who are showing off at this stage, the Michelle with her decoration, yep. that's absolutely coming off. Yeah. So you're not you're not going to trump them, just get it done well and, and get comfortable with what you're doing. And don't do a sculpture of a church organ. Well... Yeah, but then I suppose it does reflect what he does in his spare time. True, but yeah, it stands out against the others. Yes, I think mm. that that and the guitar are the only non-natural things. Uh. We have animal and flowers, and and yet it was just tubes of biscuits that were massive tubes. They didn't look like yeah. organ pipes, did they? They do make me want to do brandy snaps, though. I love a good brandy snap. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> well, we'll get some curved baking things and you can do some brandy snaps at some point. Nice. nice. Any other notes? Any other comments on this week? Not really. Solid week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're going to do the fig rolls. Mm-hmm. I also, possibly when we finish doing this podcast, want to have a crack at some of the biscuits from the first round. I quite like the idea of, if they put any of the recipes up on the screen, I quite like the idea of taking my time mm-hmm. and gently but producing a good, moulded, fully okay. chocolate-enrobed bicket. Okay. We'll buy some uh, silicon moulds yes. to put them in. Yeah, okay. we'll have a crack yeah, at those. Yeah. Um, so one of the things going into this week, we, we watched it a day late. Yep. You were spoiled on what had happened in the show. Yes, so we're going to turn this to to turn a disadvantage to a strength. Uh-huh. Did you notice anything in the production of the show that hinted at what was going to come? Not majorly. Okay. I mean, I think they showed Alice's bakes with quite a light touch, mm-hmm. and I think that was possibly because they were clearly so very good. Right. So there's yeah. no point making it really obvious whilst they're doing all the baking that, yeah. hey, she's just being effective and look at her good bake. Mm. So that that was interesting to me because I kept thinking, well, where's Alice? When are they going to show Alice? Yeah, that last round, she came in incredibly yeah. late. Yeah. Um, I think whether Jamie went out or not, they'd be showing him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, Jamie. <laughs> okay, so on the people, Amelia and Helena... Did it feel right that they were in trouble by the end? I, uh, from my perspective, I feel like particularly Amelia, we hadn't seen much of, and then suddenly at the end, it was all going bad, and we were supposed to think she was in trouble, but it was really obvious who was. Oh, I I felt that we saw plenty of okay. her, and I thought I felt that we saw plenty of her being a bit down because things weren't quite as right. good as she liked. Okay, so I think there's just so many at the moment. Yeah, it's... yeah, because they didn't have their chat in the middle of it. No. But equally, that was a four-hour challenge at the end, so there was a lot of content and yeah. a lot of people doing stuff and a lot of stuff that could have gone wrong. Not many biscuit breaks. No, I, well, I mean, what, what, what we didn't see was, uh, was it, is it Michael? Mm-hmm. 
slashing his hands up. <laughs> yeah, he ended up with several blue plasters again. It's like, oh, love. Oh, poor lad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even chopping fruit up this season. Or maybe, no, maybe yeah. it was the chopping up of the figs. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, he did lemon and raspberry shortbread in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was the one that had help from Rosie in the technical. Yes. Because he'd cut them into six in total rather than in 12. Yes, bless him. <laughs> so, yes, maybe it was the chopping of that. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, that's that's interesting. I always feel like I should go back and rewatch, knowing what the outcome is to see, is the show making me feel anything in particular? Because, you know, they, they must film probably 12 hours of content. Yeah. Across the, and they have six cameras in the tent at any one time. So yeah. they have a lot of footage to, to put together. They always do it in a very nice narrative. You know, you can mm. always understand where it comes from. But I always wonder... The, the, the obvious example is Bingate, where apparently his ice cream was actually out for about 40 seconds. Right. But they made it look like it was out for half an hour. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I, there was nothing that stood out to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, fig rolls next week. Yeah. Um, well, fig rolls we're going to bake for this week, and then we'll talk about bread week shortly. Bread week. <laughs> so, we made... Something ice, angel cake angel slices. Angel cake slices. Angel cake slices. Lots of Genoese sponge, lots of buttercream, lots of icing sugar. And we weren't the only ones. No. We were delighted that people joined us this week and, and got to do some baking their own. So first up, uh, you heard Mandy join us last year. Mandy's back with the angel cake slices. Let's hear Yay. how Mandy did. Hi, Matthew and Catherine. I am just finishing up making my angel cake slices, so I thought I would take this minute to record a quick message to send to you and your listeners about the experience. I still haven't watched the episode yet, so I cannot compare how mine ended up to how everybody else's ended up, but it looks pretty close to the picture, so I think I did kind of okay. I think it looks better than any of the technical challenges I tried to do last year, for sure. I'm not sure I would make this again, though, because I'm not a big fan of multiple flavors in a single cake. So I would do all vanilla or all lemon instead of having them layered lemon, raspberry, and vanilla. And I have to say, I was really excited about making this one. You may remember that last year I was hoping that we would do uh, some more cakes slash pastry versus, you know, the, the strange flatbreads and spinach cakes that they did last year. I had never made Genoese and I really wanted to try it. So I'm so excited that that was the first one they did this year. I don't think my Genoese came out the way Genoese is supposed to come out. Um, I struggled with folding in the flour for starters. And then particularly with the raspberry, I had to work it more to get all of the pink incorporated so that it wouldn't be streaky. And it didn't rise as much as the other two. And then once I cooked them, I may have actually overcooked them a little bit because they looked wet, so I kept them in. And they ended up coming out very sticky and not a super pleasant texture, which I think is the opposite of what Genoese is supposed to be. Um, When I had them plain because I had to trim the ends, I was very pleasantly surprised at the taste. They all tasted wonderful. I enjoyed them. They were just a little sticky. Once I assembled the entire thing, though, and ate all of it with the icing, it didn't have a pleasant mouthfeel. So I need to work on my sponge, I think. That's probably where I had the most trouble. Although 
making the Italian meringue buttercream was also troublesome because following their instructions to kind of use the double boiler to heat the sugar, to melt the sugar in the water, I couldn't get it up to temperature like probably 30, 35 minutes, and it just would not go any hotter than 180 Fahrenheit, and it was supposed to be 250. So I ended up taking it and putting it directly against the heat instead of doing the double boiler to get it hot enough. And then when I poured it into my mixer, I've, I've sent you guys a picture of this. It cooled so rapidly against the metal bowl of my mixer and the whisk flinging it around the bowl that most of the sugar ended up hardening on the bowl instead of actually getting into the buttercream. But the buttercream is delicious and sweet enough, so I don't mind, but it just seems odd that that would happen, so I probably did something wrong. Although part of it may also just be it was such a small amount in such a large mixing bowl. I had a really hard time whisking one single egg white in this mixer as well. I had to actually hand whisk it for a little while to get enough air in it for there to be enough volume for the mixer attachment on my uh, the whisk attachment on my mixer to be able to reach the egg whites to meet them in two stiff peaks. Um, so I think in every step of the way, there was probably some weird thing that happened. Um, but all in all, I ended up with a very beautiful looking cake, if not entirely delicious. I mean, it tastes good. It's not bad. I'll just say that. Uh, you wanted to know how many bowls I used. I used, if you just count how many bowls I had to put things in total, not including the bowl on the mixer, it was 13, but I was able to wash and reuse a few of the bowls. So that was helpful. And other than that, I think what I learned is I need to be more patient and I definitely need to work on my folding technique because my Genoese just was not what Genoese was supposed to be. But it was a lot of fun, and I'm really excited I did this, and I can't wait to see how you guys' cake turned out. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Okay, so that was our friend Mandy Kay, who my co-host from Pop Culture Radio Deprived. And we also heard from your friend, Nina and Kyle. Yeah. Kyle made, I think, uh, with Nina as able assistant. That, that, that's the impression I got. Okay, <laughs> let's see how they did. Hi, Kat and Matthew. It's Nina and Kyle. We just finished our first technical challenge, and we wanted to let you know how it went. So, Kyle, you just made angel slices. How did it go? Um, if I were on the show, I think I probably would have ended up sixth or seventh. It went well. They were cute, um, fairly even looking, and they were delicious. Yes, very, very delicious. Particularly the scraps of the sponge that you cut off and then dip into your, um, you know, into your uh, overflow buttercream. That was very delicious as well. Um, but the recipe definitely was not without its challenges. Um, let's see what was challenging. First is we didn't own enough bowls to use for the recipe. I think we ended up using what? 10 bowls. I tried to count. I think it was about 12 after washing a few <laughs> mid recipe. I also did use the mixer bowl 
um, as a double boiler, which <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do, <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Um, you know, it, that came out well. Um, so aside from just lacking equipment, I would say the only other kind of really difficult thing was we had to do some improvisation with our ingredients um, because we could not find um, raspberry flavoring. Yes. So I went to the grocery store and I tried to find raspberry flavoring and was not able to find it. I was able to find butter extract. So yay, America, Um, but not raspberry flavoring. So I ended up just getting some fresh raspberries and kind of mashing them up. But I think what happened is the weight of the raspberries actually made the sponge a little bit rubbery, which was a bit sad. However, the raspberry flavor was very good. Mm-hmm. And the the flavor in in the vanilla and the lemon sponge was all around delicious. Um, I would say this is a nice transition into the third challenge, which was um, I am not going to blame whoever organized the recipe. However, if I were to write the recipe... I would not, in the middle of a solid block of text, put a very small note that you should start with the butter, um, which I, or that you shouldn't start with the butter. See, I can't even remember at this point. (laughs) All I can remember is I started mixing my individual sponge batters with the butter first, and that is not what you're supposed to do. So what ended up happening was... I had the butter underneath. I had the wonderful whipped and sh- uh, whipped egg and sugar mixture on top, and then I sifted the flour on top of that, which is the incorrect order. So what happened was the flour hit the egg; it started to deflate. Then I folded and put heavy butter on top, and it started to deflate. So uh, as Nina mentioned, the raspberry was not t- fully hockey puck, um, but it was a little, a little stiff slightly chewy the lemon was slightly better than that and the vanilla i dare say was pretty good well in her defense prue did say that the word for this challenge was accuracy so i think we should have paid better attention i am going to default to um the american defense and say we are not precise about anything. So uh, I cannot be judged for a lack of precision. So my favorite thing about this was actually the Italian meringue buttercream, which I would like to put on everything. And I'm requesting it for my next birthday cake and pretty much anything that would be appropriate to put Italian meringue buttercream on because it was absolutely delicious. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I agree. Um, I mean, it, all in all, it was it was delicious. It was very, very good. Um, and I would say, um, all things considered, I would definitely make it again. I would absolutely make it again. Um, and I would only do a few things differently. I would get um, an appropriately sized pan. Our pan was a few centimeters too long. So I think that probably also um, contributed to some of the cakes overbaking or being a little tough, I would find the appropriate flavorings um, and I would make sure to 
fully annotate the recipe so that I know which order to put <laughs> the eggs, the flour, and the butter because I still don't know. <laughs> Well, I know for a fact that I would definitely eat it again, and this was really fun. So thanks, Kat and Matthew. Uh, We'll see you soon, maybe for another technical challenge. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Butter extract. (laughs) Yeah, no. Nina sent a photo of the butter extract. (laughs) I'm still not 100% sure where one would use butter extract. But, Isn't butter itself an extract? Well, I must say, <laughs> like, like, like something, something on the packet, it says something like made from natural butter. I'm like, yeah, just use natural butter. <laughs> Is this like the the bit that I scraped off to make the ghee? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Is that butter extract, the solid bits of butter? Maybe there's a market for that. <laughs> we'll try to put the picture up on Instagram or on the show notes. Yeah. Um, finally, I got to chat to our friend Debbie, Debbie Hearman, uh, about her attempts for making this. So you made age-old cake slices. I did, I did. I wasn't particularly excited about the prospect, I think, because the first thing you see obviously when you when you read the recipe is that it's genoa sponge which is a nightmare meringue buttercream which is a nightmare and feathering which i'd never done before and so i just thought oh my goodness um let's uh, let's see how this goes so i was daunted from the Mm. offset it it was almost (laughs) surprising how many instructions there were lots of instructions Uh, like both on the show and then in the recipe that we got as well like there's a lot going on here and each instruction then has three or four steps to it Mm-hmm. So, so have you done any of the technical challenges before? Is this your first series? No, of- I haven't. This is my first one. And I think back to the days of when it was uh, um, like a cherry, a cherry cake. Mm-hmm. And think, why didn't I start then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, it always seems a lot because they, they do random ones throughout the season. So, so it starts off with this kind of sponge biscuity thing. Mm-hmm. And then as you go through, you're like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to do what? And flip upside down how? <laughs> so, yes, so how did your slices turn out? Um, well, I... Uh, so, <laughs> so firstly, I, I made two, two lots of cake because the first lot, um, the vanilla sponge was fine, the lemon was a bit flat, and the raspberry was like a flip-flop. Okay. <laughs> um, so I then did the redid the lemon and the raspberry, and they were much better, but still not great. Okay. Um, I think key key disappointment I think has to be flavour. Mm. Like I thought I was putting quite a lot of flavouring in, um, but they still came out like really subtle. Um, so I think if I were to make them again, I would really amp up amp up the flavourings. I found exactly the same thing. I was surprised yeah. how much the flavour did not come through. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you think you're, you're putting so much in and you think, well, actually, this is a very small volume of cake. It's going to really like smack someone in the face, but it, it doesn't. Yeah. No, I completely agree on that one. That's, that's, that's interesting. I wonder if it's meant to be, because I can't even remember what they taste yeah. like normally. No, me neither. It's, okay. been a, it's been a while since I've had an angel slice. <laughs> yeah. So you need multiple sponges. <laughs> multiple sponges. Um, so many bowls. How many bowls did you use? I, I think I got up to 11, <laughs> but I'm, I'm in a lucky situation that Catherine does brownies and last year they did a baking thing ah. uh, last term 
So mm-hmm. we have a stack of like chopping boards and mixing bowls. Oh, that so lucky. Bought from Poundland that I just ran into the <laughs> store and these will do. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, how many no, bowls did you use? I think certainly some way north of 11. Oh. <laughs> um, and we don't have a dishwasher. So, oh, I, no. so I ended up sort of washing everything up uh, multiple times as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it was quite an intense recipe. And I really felt for the bakers, actually, in the, like, experiencing that as their first technical. I thought yeah. they've really sort of trial by fired the, uh, the situation. Yeah, absolutely. W- were there any steps that... Uh, I, I can only say as that went wrong. <laughs> that proved more problematic than others. Were there any that, like, really gave you a problem? Like, very much the Genoise. Mm. Like, and and it's, it's, that would never be my choice of cake, ever. No. To, to make because I've, I've never had a good time with it um so yeah the genoise and i just the the, the raspberry one was slow so flat and i wonder if um because i've seen a few pictures of people's attempts and the and the raspberry cake has sort of universally looked a bit flat it's always like that isn't it for whatever um, so reason i wonder whether is that us or is it a recipe that needs a bit of of help yeah i think we, were you the person who described it as a rubbish ham sandwich yes <laughs> yes i was <laughs> it just looks a bit like yeah it didn't it didn't look appetizing yeah no um i i misread the instructions initially at the the whole point of separating the butter putting mm-hmm. the flavors in the butter and then folding everything in and i yeah. put the butter and the flour in at the same time Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. the first sponge didn't seem to have made too much of a difference. No. Um, but maybe it would have come out really nicely without that. I don't. Oh, I see. I'm just not convinced. And I, uh, I did watch a um, watch a professional uh, okay. make a Genoise just to sort of um, give myself a frame of reference. And the way uh, the way this lady did it was to uh, fold maybe like a quarter cup of the egg and sugar mixture into the butter. Um, and then fold that mixture back into the main batter after um, after the flour's been folded in. Oh, interesting. And she said that that's, that's a way to get the butter distributed without having to mix it too much mm. and without knocking too much air out. Um, but it didn't work for me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, the the oh, other well. bit that took me massively by surprise was the amount of icing sugar. Oh, so much. Too much. Way too much. Yeah, I, I ended up putting it on because I thought, well, it must be right. And all I can mm-hmm. taste, and this might be the problem with the flavours, all I can taste is the sweetness coming through. Yes, exactly the same issue. Exactly the same. And I didn't, I didn't put it all on, um, right. but it was still completely overwhelming. And because there was no flavour in the icing, it was just sugar. Mm. And so again, if I was going to do it again, I might add lemon juice or maybe some of that raspberry flavouring and yeah, that might give it a bit, bit more vanilla. Mm. interest. Oh, yeah, all vanilla. Um, just something other than just sugar. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, when you try and cut it all together and it's three sponges that have gone oh, no. a, a little <laughs> solid, you don't end up with much buttercream left in there because it all gets kind of squidged outwards. No, and I, I went quite thin on the buttercream in the first place. Mm. Um, but it was still a bit of a nightmare to cut, and I ended up using dental floss. I don't have you ever done that before? <laughs> no. Well, just because I was using a a bread knife, but I really felt like the bread knife was a, sort of making a meal of these really delicate, light sponges. Right. And so I thought, no, there's got to be a better way. And so I've I've heard of people using dental floss to fl- to slice things. Um, 
sort of delicately. Okay. And, and so I, I used that and it was better. Um, but you still ended up with a lot of sort of claggy icing mm. kind of draped everywhere. Yeah, my, my icing's done funny things because some of it's run and like the pink has spread out more and some of it looks yeah. really nice. It just, I do not know what the difference between all the different bits of the icing is. Oh, who knows? Who knows? So, so that's a week done. Are you going to keep trying to do them each week? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to try. September is um, absolutely mad busy, um, but it's actually really fun. Mm. Uh, really fun to sort of push yourself a bit and and see whether you can do uh, what these bakers can do and sort of experience the pressure they're under. Because of course it's so easy for us to sit there week after week and say like, oh, can't believe they messed that up. Yeah. But until you're actually doing it, you just, you just don't know. And, and it just takes one thing, like the chap on the show had, like as soon as the air's gone, the air's gone, the air's gone. Yes, absolutely. Or, There's or nothing you can do. Uh, when you're whisking the eggs, if they lose their stability, that's it, mm -hmm. you liquid eggs, done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, so I'm looking forward to hearing back from you as we go. Yes, me too. And, and see, see how you've done. Are there any weeks you're particularly looking forward to? Any sorts of baking that you feel are going to play to your strengths? I'm quite looking forward to bread. Okay. Because um, I actually don't do a lot of bread cookery. Right. Um, but I think what, they tend to come up with things that are quite fun. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Not looking forward to biscuits quite so much because they're not oh. my bag. Okay. Um, but, and you can always cut this bit out, but <laughs> I am excited with the type of biscuit okay. that, we're, that we're going to be doing. Like that's quite exciting. I, th I think from last week's preview, was it fig rolls? Oh, we already know, do we? Um, I, I yes, think, fig rolls. So yeah, I love a fig roll. Coming up next week, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that, it, that the challenge is a fig roll. Um, it's better than it could have been, I think. It feels like it's all going to be in the kind of pastry yes. rolling of the, the roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> How about you? Are you, are you particularly, particularly excited about something? I, I, I didn't enjoy eating them, but I did quite enjoy some of the stuff from last year. The, the vegan pavlova. Uh, oh, yes. And uh, what was the other one? The, the squeezing spinach through the muslin and so on. Like, oh, yeah. Know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. I can completely understand <laughs> food coloring, so we don't need to. Mm -hmm. But it was fun to just this once say, yes, I've done the ridiculous thing. Yeah, I think so. And just, just do something completely uh, out, of the, out of the comfort zone. Yeah. But I'm hoping that most of them are going to be things that, that go, okay, they're actually testing a technique like like this was this yes. was testing how you are at um the the syrupy italian meringue and the the genoese yeah and a, a test it was <laughs> absolutely okay so we we look forward to hearing from you in future weeks thank you very much all right thank you very much okay so lots of people making angel cake slices you made angel cake slices. I did. Uh, do you want to tell me how you think they went? Any comments following up on <laughs> what we've heard there? It's very interesting listening to everyone because mm. there's there's some common themes which mm -hmm. I share and there's some nice hints and tips which I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so like, I, like Nina's 
love of the um, Italian meringue butter cream. Mm-hmm. I am exactly the same. I ate so much of that whilst <laughs> I was baking. Because, you know, the recipe gives you far too much of it, right? That is definitely a theme through yes. all, all the people I've seen on Instagram, all of yeah. our friends who have done it. Everyone has gone, yeah, the meringue is good. And, and even as I was making it, I, th- I think I might have been the first one hitting the recipe. Mm. And as I'm making it and, and tasting it as you go and just seeing how the consistency is coming out, I'm just thinking, this is Catherine. This is this is a flavour she'll love. I, I was totally loopy on sugar by the end of the bake. It was so good. Um, Genoese sponge. It's not for me. <laughs> they were. You're quite cross because we have raising agents now. Well, why 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 am I doing it like this when there are no raising agents exactly? And 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 interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was the same as everyone else. The the um, pink one was by far the worst. Yeah, again, that's an absolute it's, theme uh, across them. Yeah. Mm. Um I I was so nervous of losing the air mm-hmm. that I didn't fold mine properly. Okay. So I think mine as well as being losing the air, which we said lost anyway, I may as well have <laughs> folded it as much as I liked. Um it wasn't really mixed in very well. <laughs> I also like uh, like Kyle, the pan I didn't I, I didn't um so <laughs> so yes, I, I cut the bits of paper exactly as it said in the recipe. Right. What I didn't do was measure the pan, <laughs> so the baking tin was longer than my folding paper. So I did get a little bit of um, vanilla and raspberry merge at the end, and also um, my cake was hang rather on. slopey. Yeah, hang on, because <laughs> not that you just didn't have the paper wide enough. You actually didn't fill one side of the pan. Well, you only I, filled the bit with paper in. Because I didn't want to. I didn't want them. I didn't want them. Batters to co-mingle. <laughs> was, so tell me, what happened with the batters? They co-mingled. <laughs> and, and, and ended up sloping. And ended up sloping. was one side they ran into. So, yes, yeah, so when I actually took a picture, I mean, they didn't, they didn't look too it. bad when it was sliced up. Although I wish I'd used uh, dental floss. That would have been fun. I might That's try that. That's an interesting idea, it's isn't very it? Very yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's a bit like that wire cheese slice thing. Well, yeah, because I have a cake slice that's effectively a coping saw. And frankly, I do woodwork. I have coping saws. I can use one of them. But I have yeah. a, a cake slice for slicing things in half. Yeah. It feels like this is basically the up-down version of yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I found the chopping quite challenging. Right. Um, what I didn't do, okay. I didn't make anywhere near as much overly sweet fondant icing as it says in the recipe. No. I, I just went, yeah. I'm not making all of that. Yeah, 250 grams. That would, that would have been far too much. So I did only quite a thin layer of fondant on the top. Right. And I think it was perfectly sufficient. Yeah. Um. So, sorry, going back to the Genoese sponge, okay. my Japanese teacher does a lot of baking, okay. and she says for her, her Genoese sponge always flops when you do the stuff, at the, the mixing at the beginning over a bain-marie. And she says she just puts a bit of extra elbow grease in and does that mixing just by hand without heating it up uh, over a bain-marie. Okay. And she says uh, for her that gives it um, a much... Le- lower chance of the um, of the Genoese uh, flopping. Mm, so, okay. okay. Don't know. Shan't Maybe, be doing it again. Well, if we end up with another <laughs> recipe, it might be worth doing an AB test yeah, on it. Uh, yeah. uh, unless, unless there is something like the technical challenge <laughs> dictating that I make another Genoese sponge, it ain't happening. Okay. okay. <laughs> but... Italian meringue buttercream. Oh yes. Yeah, that went down very well. Oh yes. Yeah, the so, so I I think as I said to Debbie, I made the full thing of the fondant ice cream and I managed to get it all on. Yeah. I had these massive cakes. 
and yeah, when I ate them, all you can taste is the sweetness. Yeah. And, and I was very disappointed with my flavours. Mm. I, I am surprised how little they came through, yeah. given how much I put in. And, and I must say, I, I learned from your example and I put stuff in with a very heavy hand. <laughs> no measuring for me, glug, glug. <laughs> what I was quite pleased to find in doing this, not butter extract, but lemon zest. Yeah. So in sachets, that one sachet is one the zest of one lemon. Um, yeah. like, like you can buy bicarb and baking powder mm. in that, that sort of thing as well. I was pleasantly surprised to do that because I do always feel bad with zest of things because they're annoying to grate and annoying to peel and then you end up with this thing that you have to find a use for otherwise it's absolute waste and yeah i, I must say I, I i was also very glad you found it <laughs> because for me when when a recipe says the zest of one lemon what it gets is the zest of one third of a lemon and then Catherine gets bored <laughs> so so actually this got far more zest than any, anything else it ever has <laughs> and i remembered that i made another mistake that i hadn't realized the butter needed to be melted Okay. Until I had the point where I was getting close to needing to mix the butter into the bavoir. Oh, right. So I had to melt it very quickly and then mix all the flavours in. Um, so I think the butter was a bit hot when it went right. in. But overall, I wasn't too disappointed with my sponges. Mm. I thought they were okay. The raspberry, yeah, was a, a bit more plasticky than the others, but was all right. Yep. The thing I've been interested in looking at in everyone's picture... The, the thing that is, is probably the first thing you can see that other people don't seem to notice is which way people piped their pink icing. Because it seems like only one other person, well done, Debbie, <laughs> piped it side widthways. Everyone else piped, piped it long ways. So you get these very, very small, small stripes on every slice. I stand by <laughs> my feathering. <laughs> <laughs> the, the feathering's good. The piping, which is you've got these very, very long things and little feathers up and down. I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I, I think yes, there dear. is room in the world for all types of feathering. <laughs> um, and is there any other comments to make on these? Would you make it again? I might do, because I could see doing this and doing it really well. With a really nice sponge, maybe using a different technique or, or mm. watching other people do it to figure it out. And getting the flavours absolutely right. And getting everything really nicely balanced. Because I, I, I'm i not sure whether our pan is the the, the the tray that we baked it in is actually the right size. Mm. I bought it with the right dimensions. But I'm wondering whether the dimensions Prue's given are the internal dimensions or the external dimensions where on ours they're the internal dimensions. Oh, maybe. Something like that. It did seem to be a very weird thing to do to say, you know, buy a 25 centimetre cake tin and then cut 20 centimetres of bakeproof yeah. paper to make the... That's fair. The, yeah. I was like, hmm. So, yeah, because I couldn't find a baking tin with exactly the dimensions she says. Which is very surprising. If you're going to specify a dimension, it should be an easily available thing. Surely. Yeah. Surely. So. I, I wanted to ask, cool. uh, see if your memory is better than mine. But on the show, hmm. were they fannying around with um, with greaseproof paper to make barriers in their cake yes. tin? They were? Yes. Okay. Because I, I was, in my memory, they had these um, wonderful baking tins which had metal segments. I was like, I, I, did I wanted look one at buying of those. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was buying the tin, I was thinking, should I just buy like a brownie tin that you can segment? But I thought, no, I'm going to 
Thank you for giving me a realistic experience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk greaseproof parchment with uh, lined with foil. Yes. I yeah, I had noticed them doing that. I can't admit it's it's possible not all of them did that. To be honest with you, but I'm sure I did notice them and think, okay, that's the thing, because I that that parchment lined with foil that we're using, I think I bought about ten years ago. Oh really? I think I bought it once, intended to get greaseproof paper and going, What is this? Who needs greaseproof paper lined with foil? It just means it's going to cook really strangely. And and I've never known what to do with it. So it's sat in the cupboard because, you know, throw things away. (laughs) And now suddenly there is a reason for it to be lined with foil. Perfect. Yes. Hoarders win. Yes. And then, (laughs) and then. I put some butter underneath it to stick it down because it's been in the tube same. for so long. It kept curling up on me. Same, same, same. I swore a bit and then put some butter underneath it. <laughs> uh, the slicing, I used the longer knife and I sharpened it and then I washed it between every cut and it came out okay. I just did my best. You used the massive, massive <laughs> chopping knife that I've had to wash again because it still had icing on the handle. <laughs> this icing went everywhere, it seems. <laughs> I thought I would scare it into cutting neatly. <laughs> this is, I was very, very careful because this is the one that when I made a tray bake thing a couple of years ago, I did slice my finger open, if you oh, remember that day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me losing a lot of blood very yes, quickly. Yes, that was not a fun day. <laughs> so I was much more careful this time. She see. Okay. Any other comments on it? Any other comments on how people did? I, I'm very impressed by all our, all our willing mm. participants. I, Some I feel, good cakes out there. Yeah, I think Kyle might have won this one. He did look good. From the sounds of yeah. it. Yeah, there was really, really good pictures that went up and... From the sound of it, the flavours came through. Yeah, yeah. Which flavours did not come through for us. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Kyle. Nice. Terrific. Fig rolls. Fig rolls this week. Fig rolls, fig rolls. Yum, yum, <sighs> yum, yum. Uh, I'll eat I'm your fig a, rolls. Yeah, I'm not a fan of fig rolls, I'm afraid. So. Nice. I think we're going to bash out the fig rolls in much swifter order. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping I don't spend too long on them. And then it looked like next week was baps. Yeah. Baps and buns. Nice. Be interesting. Because that nice. feels basic. It feels like something we can use. It does this, feel this like something what, we can actually use. This is use. what I'm always excited about with Bread Week. It's like, oh, this is something I could feasibly do again. Yeah. Unlike Angel Cake. Well, but I'll tell you what, those cinnamon rolls, if that is what it is, is next week, the cinnamon swirl. Yes. That's a thing I would bake again. <laughs> Yum. Mm. Okay. So if you want to come and join us, if you want to do the bacon, let us know how you do. Um, you can see how we do on Instagram. We try to post pictures of everything that we put up. It's instagram.com slash eloquentgushing. Or drop us an email, drop us a note on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find us. Podcast at eloquentgushing, at eloquentgushing, slash eloquentgushing. Just look up eloquentgushing. We love to hear how people did. We love seeing all the pictures of the dodgy ham sandwich <laughs> angel cake slices. And we'll look forward to next week to dodgy fig rolls. Yay!